0: Hi, welcome to The Bridge Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following message. For more information on all that's happening at The Bridge Church, please visit www.bridge-church.com. Hallelujah. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Glory to God. I'm just so thankful to be with you all this morning. What a blessing. And um, Pastor David's with the church in air. Yeah, so they're getting doubly blessed this morning. And I'm just and it's just so good to see you all. You know, you guys are champions because you don't quit, you're here this morning. Yes. Amen. You're champions. Why? Because we serve a mighty God. And I know we've been going through this. We've shared on wonderful counselor, not to be mixed up with counsellor, no, counselor. and we're going to talk this morning about the mighty God. The mighty God, the one that we give all the glory to. You know, that Christmas season, so much is happening. What a lovely evening we had on Wednesday. Yeah. Amen, at the Christmas dinner, and it was just so lovely just to see all of you and um, just get get around the fellowship and have a nice meal. It seems that any time churches do anything, it's got to be around food. That's right. And uh, there's always food involved somewhere. So, and thank you. What a great worship team you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> great worship. What a great ushers you have. What great hostesses you have. What wonderful children's workers you have. Sound and media. Give it up for sound and media. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, it takes a church, a body working together. eh, Yeah. To have that impact on the community. And to show, hey, There is a mighty God. You guys are doing a great work with the hub and we hear all the good reports and you just keep going. You will reap if you faint know it. Yeah? Yeah. You know, so I'm going to um, share from Isaiah. That's our text right throughout these um, teachings, but I'm going to share it from the Message Bible. For a child has been born for us, the gift of a son for us. He'll take over the running of the world. Woo! No more elections. <laughs> no more corrupt governments. I'm going to this side because you guys aren't helping me. No more corrupt governments. Amen, amen. So he's going he's to take over the ruling of the world, it says. His names will be amazing counsellor, strong God, eternal father, prince of wholeness. His ruling authority will grow and there'll be no limits to the wholeness he brings. He'll rule from the historic David throne over that promised kingdom. He'll put that kingdom on a firm footing and keep it going with fair dealing. Fair dealing and right living Beginning now and lasting always, the zeal of God of the angel armies will do all this. You know, in Isaiah it says, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and of his kingdom there will be no end. That's the Mighty God that we served. I looked at the the definition of Mighty God The Hebrew term for mighty means champion or hero. That's the Hebrew term. A champion is the one that's left standing after the conflict's over. Or as they would say in Kilwinning, last J.K. Stornan. I'd better not say that. Or I'll need an interpreter for the live stream. Hi, all you guys that are tuning in via live stream. <laughs> um, a hero, a champion and a hero. A hero is one who gains the respect of people because of the great exploits he do. And I know that some of you guys are watching maybe the World Cup and you know, and you see these great footballers, and there's many heroes, you know, heroes to the fans. And you know, you see it. Now, I hadn't watched any any, but we had guests with us. Well, I did, you know, Pastor Bernies, and still in Africa. When oh, he sends his love to all of you, all is going well, and he's he's been blessed and to minister and also to reconnect with friends that we have there. We're so thankful for our roots in Africa. We're Scottish by birth, but we're African by rebirth. We're so thankful for that. So it's a beautiful picture of Jesus, our Lord. He is the champion, the champion, and he is our hero. And he fits that definition to a T. And you know, so as I was saying, I I wasn't watching any of the football, but they, they are friends that came over are really into football. So, you know, he he was watching it yesterday. And, you know, you see the different heroes and champions. And that's over a game of football. But look at our champion. Look what he did for every one of us. That's what that scripture says. He did it for us. The dictionary definition is having characterized by or showing superior power or strength. Mighty, mighty rulers. See, Jesus is the mighty ruler. When he comes back again to usher in his kingdom rule, that's when we are going to experience true justice, equality, truth, and righteousness. True justice. Now, I won't go down there too deep this morning, because we are on live stream. But we need true justice. We need right living, and we need fairness. How many of you agree with that this morning? Just think about that. No more cover-ups. No more lies. No more deception. He's our mighty God. And that's the kingdom that he's ushering in. The kingdom that Isaiah chapter 9 Verse 6 and 7 foretold. This kingdom was foretold. The reign of our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, you guys were Holy Spirit led in what you were singing this morning. All of them about the victory. He's our champion. How great is our God? How mighty is our God? We. We sang about the splendor of the king this morning. He is the king. You know, there's an interesting fact about newspaper headlines. You know, when any major event happens, like, you know, we had the Twin Towers. Like, um, you know, when the Queen passed. Or, you know, um, Scotland wins the cup. Major event. (laughs) And And that huge print. Do you know that in the printing industry, that print is called second coming type? Second coming type. The most exciting, biggest event that's ever going to hit this earth is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing that even the media adopted that second coming type you know and you know he comes back you know and every eye is going to see him at the second coming every eye is going to see him um, and uh, every knee is going to bow to him every knee and he's coming back in the middle of the biggest conflict ever experienced in this earth that's when he comes back, the end of a seven year tribulation. He comes back then and he totally annihilates all the armies with the word, with the sword of his word, and he ushers in the millennial kingdom. Oh, that's the King of Kings. That's the mighty God. And that's the name, one of the names of Jesus. Mighty God. We need to get that and understand that. So he comes back and he wins the victory for all of us. The battle belongs to the Lord. He wins that victory. And there he is in all his glorious splendor. Oh, hallelujah. Our champion, our hero. And you know, when when I think in champion and when I think in hero, I mean, what do you think of? strength, don't you? You know, you think about, if I said champion or hero, every one of you will have a picture of someone, but you'll, it'll be strength, someone strong. You know, and why do we think in that? When I think in God, you know, when I think in my father, when I think on Jesus, I immediately think strength. Why? Because I have, I believe in the realization, I have that in his mighty power. He has mighty power. I want you to share this scripture this morning. You know, I, when I was studying, you know, and going through my notes over the week, Psalm 24 really jumped out at me. And I was watching something or listening to something the other day, and it was the same Psalm. Psalm 24, 8. And I'm going to read from the TPT. You ask, who is this glory king? It's the Lord, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, invincible in every way. So wake up, you living gateways. (laughs) And rejoice, fling wide, you ageless doors of destiny. We have a destiny, church. If Every one of us, when we know Jesus, has a destiny. Do you believe that this morning? Yeah, we have a destiny. Here he comes, the King of glory, ready to come in. And you ask, who is this King of glory? He's the Lord of victory, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, the invincible commander of heaven's hosts. He is the King of glory. That's who he is. We should rejoice in that. He's coming in, I'm telling you. You know, when he came the first time to earth, he rode on a donkey. He came in on a donkey. A donkey's an animal of peace. But the Bible tells us when he comes the second time, he's on a horse. A horse is an animal of battle. And there he is coming in. And did you know the same power that raised our champion Jesus from the dead is living in you? Point to your neighbors and say, In you. In you. That same power. (laughs) You're not getting this. Help me here. They're not helping me over there. The same power. Ephesians 1.19 I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. You see, that power is not available to those that don't believe in him. It's for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the heavenly places at God's right hand in heavenly realms. That same power is living in you. Wow. What are you doing with it? Moving right along. King David, as a shepherd boy, knew that power and took on a giant. Nine feet six, some... Uh, theologians believe. And there he is, but he knew his God. You see, in Daniel, it says those who know their God will be strong and do mighty exploits. If you don't know him, oh, but yeah, I know him. I got born again 10 years ago. I know God. Yeah, but do you know him? You know, I could say, I know Lewis. And I may only have seen Lewis twice. But, you know, if I know Lewis, I know his character. Eh? Now I know God. He is love. I know God. He is peace. I know God. He is mighty. So I know him. So I'm strong and I can do exploits because I know him. David turned to that giant. He said, who do you think you are, you uncircumcised Philistine that would dare to come against the army. Oh, I'm getting excited here of the living God. You see, you know him, and you've got to know this morning that he's mighty, regardless of what you're listening to in the radio or the TV or whatever. He's mighty. He's mighty to provide. He's mighty to protect. He's mighty. And he has an army of angels. There's probably one's behind you, in front of you, and by your side. Yeah? Glory to God. Daniel understood that power. He walked into a a den of lions. Hey, to walk into a den of hungry lions, you've got to know, mighty God, that he's mighty, and he's going to get you out of there in one piece. I lived in Africa. Used to we weren't far from the park and Pastor Bernie when when he had the business had machinery in Kruger Park. And he'd a lion one day and it was as tall as a car, come right up to the car, kind of rubbing against the car. He's sitting there waiting till it left so as he could start the car. Hey. And these things are fearless. Oh, mighty God. Those three Hebrew boys knew mighty God. They went, you know, they were prepared to go into a fiery furnace. They knew the might. Are you getting something this morning? Is this speaking to you this morning? Yeah. Paul understood. He understood the might and the power of God. Paul said in um, 2 Corinthians four. But we have this treasure, he calls it treasure, in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not us. We're hard-pressed on every side. You ever been hard-pressed? Yeah. Yet not crushed. Perplexed, you ever been perplexed? But not in despair persecuted <laughs> you ever been persecuted the church has been persecuted yeah the church of the lord jesus christ is persecuted if you if you don't think that then wake up you ever been persecuted yeah but paul says not forsaken <laughs> not forsaken. He's always with us. Struck down, but not destroyed. Glory to God. He wrote in Philippians, because he knew. He had the realization of the mighty power. See me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And see you? You can do some things... Maybe two or three things? What does it B-I-B-L-E-E-E-E say? All things. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's why we can say, hey, I'm weak, but in my weakness, I can be strong. All glory to God. Give him a praise offering right now because he's, he's a mighty God. He's, he's wonderful. You know, I'm... Um, Paul once said that he labored with all his energy through the mighty power of God working in him. He said that it wasn't his words that changed lives. It was the demonstration of the power of God working in and through him that changed lives. Glory to God. That's what changes life. You see, There's things that we need to know and we need to understand so that you can be a mighty man of God, woman of God. Proverbs 24, 5 says, Wisdom can make anyone into a mighty warrior. Wisdom. And revelation knowledge increases strength. Oh, Hey, mighty warrior, the more I get to know who God is and what he's doing, the, more, the stronger I become. You know, and when you're weak, you need to feed your spirit. Your body can take so much, but when you have a strong spirit, it'll carry your body. Emotionally, you might have been through stuff. You might have went through stress. Believe me, I've been... I'll not go down where I've been, but if I keep feeding my spirit, it sustains me. It keeps me going, and it'll keep you going if you'll do that. Keep feeding your spirit. Get to know who God is. Read the Word. You'll get stronger. You You won't get weak. You won't fall prey to the enemy when you feed yourself in the Word of God. It's your daily bread You see, we are not the source of God's power, but God's power has been placed at our command. Yeah. We we can command the power of God. The power only works for us if we know what we have. If you don't know what you have, it's not going to work for you. Just as sure as electricity flows through copper... God's power flows through us when the law of faith is in place and true faith causes actions. You see? So we've got to have faith. If the word says the believer will lay hands on the sick, we've got to have faith in that. And that makes us then the conduit for the power of God to flow through us so that he can heal we need to believe that God's power, wisdom, and knowledge is flowing through us to have a successful business, to get that promotion at work, to have all our needs met, to have our relationships healed. Yeah. To deal with the stuff that you deal with in your thought life. We, we need to understand, you see, Peter and John. At the gate, beautiful, understood and knew that power. And they acted on that um, when they saw the lame man. He just looked at me and said, I don't have any anything to give you. He says, But in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rise and walk, and the guy jumps up and starts skipping. That was the power of God. And you know everything had come against the early church kind of sounds like the church today you know um they they persecuted them, they told them to stop preaching the gospel, all of that, but they knew their God, they weren't going to stop, and we cannot church, we cannot stop, we cannot allow the enemy or anything or anybody stop us from sharing the good news, praying for the sick, proclaiming our mighty God that he is the king of kings and law. And God has a plan for Scotland. Yes. 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 Just don't be weary in well-doing. God has a plan for this church. This church is a miracle. Yes. The doors are open. Yes. You're here because you are the church. Amen? The statistics, I don't know if you know this, but um, a, we, we were with some ministers in air, and when we came to this country in 1987, 4% of the nation went to church. We're talking about all the churches, right? Do you know it's less than a percent now? In the air in Pressweek, there are 65,000 people, and about 500 of them go to church. That's every. Across the board. Hey. But do we give up? No, God's got a plan. Revival. Revival. Point to your neighbor's, begins with you. Don't want to put a heavy on you. But that's the deal. Get yourself revived. Get yourself stirred up and start reaching out. And don't allow whatever's going on in the culture to quench the spirit. But be ever aglow, it says. Be ever aglow and burning with the spirit. Recognize you have a mighty God. He's got a plan. There is a king of kings and a lord of lords. There is a saviour, a champion, a hero that's coming in to usher a new kingdom in power and full of glory. Oh. Aren't you glad you're part of that? Yes. So, you see, God is the God of history. And, you know, again, I don't want to go down there too deep, but, you know, the culture now is they're trying to erase history. Hey? So we, but we can counter that culture by being salt and light. Amen? You know, it's our, well, see, as a church, let me just throw this in. As a church, it's our job, our task to love people, yes. all people. It's God's task to change them. Yes. Yeah? Yes. And we always need to remember that. Glory to God. So, He's the champion of history. He's proven that again and again through the ages. You know, um, in Acts four thirty, it says, "Stretch out your hand of power through us to heal." That's what we need to pray when we get to Father. Stretch out your hand through us as a church to heal and to move. Some of us just need to get up off of our blessed assurance and start moving. Amen. To move in what? In signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. We need to move in that power. We need to know that we have it. And if you don't know, get into the word and get the knowledge what you have. You see, after the resurrection of Jesus, as I said, The authorities tried to stop everything. And that's happening today. It looked hopeless. But do you know what happened? The church grew. You know, it says in Acts 9.32, the church was at peace. It's when the church is at peace and in one that people start being added. Yeah. So you need to pray for unity. You need to pray for peace. So that the church could be one. And that's what people will come in. Start, you know, we need to get into the culture of liking and sharing. I love that. I don't know if it's up. It's a wonderful life thing that was designed. It's a wonderful, uh, sorry, it's um, most wonderful time of the year. So that's how, you know, I, I know it's on the church Facebook page. Get in there. Like it. Share it. You'll do it for a bit of cake that somebody sends you or a coffee. Like it and share. Get the word out there. Get the word out there. Like it, share it. Come to the church every Sunday. Christmas Eve service. I'm going to be there Christmas Eve. Amen. Mighty God. So no matter with their armies, their prisons, their torture... Chambers, gallows, throwing people, throwing Christians to lions. The gospel kept spreading. Why? Because the mighty God was there to keep them strong. I declare this morning you're going to be mighty over your enemies. You're going to be mighty over evil. You're going to be mighty over sickness and disease. You're going to be mighty over lack. Mighty over fear and anxiety. How many of you will take that this morning? Mighty over anxiety. Because see, God is greater than Satan. We need to get, he's the greater one. And greater is he who is in you than anything else that's around or happening. Jesus came into this world, it was evil. But evil couldn't corrupt him. He was pure and he remained pure. And when you're in Christ, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You can't get any more righteous than you are right now. Yeah, but you don't know what I did. I blew it. You don't know what I did yesterday. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The blood has covered you. You need to stop the lies of the devil when he said you're no good enough, you know. And that's why God's no answering your prayer, eh? It's because you did this the other day, yeah? No, that's rubbish. That's a lie. Just say, no, I've got on my breastplate of righteousness, devil. Anything you throw is going to boop, bounce right back. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin for me on the cross that I, and that's you, might become the righteousness of God in Christ. When you get that into your brain and you know that you're the fullness of the Holy Spirit's living in you, glory to God and that you are light and you are salt and you have access to that power and you move in that power, just start doing it. Yeah, let's give him a praise offering. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This side, we better. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, praise be to God. Praise him. Praise is a powerful weapon, hallelujah. You see, salvation is also found in the realization of his mighty power. I mean, who could take someone like me? Okay, I was in Africa. Someone like me, Huh and changed my whole life. I don't share my testimony. I was a terrible person. But God took me and he poured his life into me through Jesus Christ. And he covered everything by the blood of Jesus. And he took away my guilt and he took away my shame and he made me a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah mighty God. Only he can change a person. Yeah. Colossians 2.12, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and with him, with him, you were raised to new life because you trusted in the mighty power of God, who raised Christ from the dead. You see, we experience the mighty power of God when we come to Christ in repentance. And when you believe in Christ and you commit your life to him, you go from death to life, from weakness to strength, from stress to peace. He shall be called mighty. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.